If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or designerlooks.com. Limits. Liberal, irreverent, oh, and really, really gay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me tonight on Gay Mass, the show that's all about gay. (laughs) So thanks for joining me as we talk about gay news, gay issues, gay culture, gay music, gay, 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 gay. So thanks for joining me. If you're not into gay people, then you're definitely in the wrong place tonight. So feel free to um, check me out on offlimitsshow.com, also on Spreaker.com, on iTunes, as well as on um, Facebook and Twitter. Be sure to like me on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're on Facebook, be sure to join my Facebook page. Um, It's Off Limits Show Facebook page. So um, look for that. It's different than the actual um, Donovan icon, which is my like, you know, show name, whatever, um, page on there. So be sure to, to like that page as well. So far, we've got 900 and how many people do we have on there? We have 900 and let me see real quick. Where is it? Where's the page? The page is, oh, here it is. So, so far, we have 925 people who like the Eiffel Off Limits show, which I think is awesome. Um, and I'm trying to get more, you know, when I have the time, I have been so busy lately. Um, and you know, this is a hobby for me, so I don't really, you know, it's not like it's a job. (laughs) Um, and it's something I enjoy. It's fun to do, but I don't have the time to devote to it as I would like. If I had all the time in the world, it would be kick-ass all the time and perfect and highly produced as I want it to be. But I just don't have the time to devote, um, to it like I would a regular job since I have a career. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's hard to do that as well as this but I'm doing my best. So if you're still listening to the show after all these years, I appreciate you listening and I appreciate you um, enjoying it. And if I can change the show in any way or add something to the show, please let me know. Um, you can email me at 
info, info at offlimitsshow.com. And I'm happy to take your comments or your questions or whatever, um, because that's why I'm here to help entertain you and inform you and sometimes educate you if that's the case. So, um, first of all, I want to start the show by saying, um, we are supposed to have, um, Coco Peru tonight on the show, um, uh, at, um, 10 PM central tonight. However, about, um, seven or sometime this afternoon, she emailed me and told me that she had, uh, she'd been tweeting out the show to her fans and everything else. So she obviously wasn't planning to do it, but then at the last minute she, or, or about five early this afternoon, or whatever, she messaged me on Facebook and asked if it'd be okay if we postponed it because she had a head cold, which had moved to her chest and she sounded awful. And of course I said, that would be fine. So, um, we went back and forth and she's going to be in Mexico for, some appearances in San Diego, I think in San Francisco and some other places around the country starting next, next week. So the earliest she could do it would be March 2nd. So be sure and mark your calendars for March 2nd, uh, 10 PM I'll here on the off limits show. We'll have, um, Coco Peru here. Um, if I'd known sooner, I would have had some, a different guest on tonight, but, um, they were not, they weren't able to do it so quickly. So I will definitely have someone uh, additional between now and then, but, of course, we definitely want to hear from Coco Peru. She's an awesome drag queen and uh, impersonator and performer. So um, be sure to check it out when it happens finally. So also, so what has happened to me, to me lately? Um, you know, I live a boring life. But for a gay guy, I'm a very boring gay guy. I've always been gay, <laughs> but I've always been anti or an antithetical, I guess is the word I'm looking for, uh, to most gay men, you know, a lot of gay men are, you know, usually in their twenties, they're all partying and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, in my twenties, I was doing that too. I was going out all the time in the bars, the clubs, whatever, hanging out with friends and that kind of stuff. Cause you have the time and effort. But when you get older, when you're almost 40, like I am, I can't believe I just said that you begin to realize that, <laughs> um, you, you just lose interest in all of that. I haven't, I haven't been interested in that since my twenties actually. So I'm, I don't know if you can call me boring or or not stereotypical or whatever, but I'm not someone who goes out and parties every weekend. Now I like to go to restaurants and go out to eat, go to movies, theater, concerts, you know, cultural events, art museums, whatever, that kind of stuff is the stuff I'm interested in and doing. And of course, shopping, <laughs> if that's ever, um, in the equation, I'm always happy. I love to shop. Um, and speaking of shopping over the past weekend, my mother last week, a week ago, she was in a car accident and she was hit, uh, as she was turning, um, on a, an arrow, um, she was hit by a car, an oncoming car in the front right of her car. And so, um, she decided to get another car. And so we went through the process of finding her what she wanted, looking at what she wanted, whatever. And ultimately she ended up getting a, uh, a new car. She ended up getting a, um, a, uh, VW Passat, which is sort of like their, sort of like their big flashy I guess their big car, you know, it's sort of, it's a sedan. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like, there's like the beetle. Then there's, there's a little tiny one they have. I can't remember what it's called TT or something or TI or whatever. And then they have the beetle, then they have the Jetta, then they have the Passat. And above the Passat is the CC, which is like their Armada car or whatever, you know, like I can speak of it in terms of BMWs, you know, it's like their, their, um, CC is like a BMW seven series. And the car she has is like a BMW five series. Of course, they're not as nice as BMWs, of course, but they're nice. Um, anyway, so we looked at those and she liked it a lot. She had a black one, black interior and, um, 
all the fixins. So she was very happy and she was very thankful for me for helping her, which I was happy that I could actually help her. I love my mother dearly and, um, always want to make her happy is if I'm able to do that, it makes me happy. So, um, she is very, very ecstatic about her new car and loves it, loves it, loves it. So I'm happy. She's happy. (laughs) But in the interim, I was driving her to work and, um, she works about 12 miles from, um, where, where my house is. And so I had to drive all the way out there and everything. And, and, and early in the morning, she goes to work at like six in the morning. So it was really difficult, but for me to be awake at that time. And I'm usually awake at that time anyway, but I usually like about to wind down and go to sleep. But so anyway, and plus I had early, early meetings with the clients this past week, whatever, and eight in the morning, whatever. So anyway, I, um, dealt with it and I was happy that you do it for her. So it's done. But anyway, so speaking of shopping, I did that this last week and also, um, uh, just regular stuff as usual. So anyway, in in gay news, which is what this show is about, obviously, in gay news, we have um, a few things going on in the world today. Um, we have lately, recently, one of which is um, there's been several uh, states that are putting states you wouldn't necessarily expect, by the way, that are putting um, on or trying to propose legislation that includes gays in marriage in states that previously prevented it. Um, Virginia, for example, says gay marriage, uh, the gay marriage ban that they have is unconstitutional and they're fighting it. And here in Texas, we have like a group of like five or three or f- three or four or five, whatever, uh, gay couples trying to um, prevent the, or trying to um, overturn our state's ban on gay marriage. And so each of them are suing individually our attorney, our attorney general is a huge bigot, by the way. His name is David. What is his name? His name is Greg Abbott. Actually, his name is Greg Abbott, and he is our attorney general. He's a big bigot. Hates gay people, and anytime there's any kind of pro-gay legislation, always tries to you know tries to pass that, uh, or anti-gay. I mean, he tries to pass it, um, and so he tried his hardest to get the state to. Um, try all of these cases. First of all, I tried to throw it out of the court. That didn't happen. They tried to get the judges to have the state um, have it all as a class action lawsuit so they could just fight one case and not several. And because if you fight one case, it's more likely to, that if you win, you know, you take care of everybody at once instead of having to fight several cases when you have less, it's more of an opportunity for the person to win. So he wants to fight them all at once. And that was overturned as well. So it looks like these five cases or three cases, whatever they are, are going to be going to the, um, court here in Texas, Supreme court of Texas or whatever that is called here. And, um, that's great because it means that fortunately people such as myself who are married in the state of Texas or married, gay married, if you want to put it that way, uh, in another state that doesn't and live in a state that doesn't recognize gay marriage like Texas, um, then we here will now be able to, if this, if these cases win and it's overturned, be able to get married. So it's fantastic in the state we live in and have all the rights in our state. Of course we have federal, federal rights, but that's it. And speaking of that, my husband and I are going to be filing uh, joint joint tax returns for the first time ever. Uh, we've been married for um, we've been together for seven years, married for for five, and so um, it'll be the first time we've actually filed our taxes before um, as a couple, as a married couple, which is ridiculous since we've been married for so long. But it gives us great 
benefits and, um, you know, he'll be able to take tax deductions on my house as well as me. And, you know, and we'll be able to share those deductions and share, uh, the things that we spend every year. So it's fantastic. So even though our state doesn't recognize it, unfortunately we don't have state income tax in Texas, we just have sales tax. Um, eventually it will be the case and we'll be able to be recognized everywhere. But anyway, the good thing is it seems to be spreading across the nation and people are, uh, beginning to states that previously wouldn't even consider it are beginning to consider it um, because of uh, pressure from constituents and, and groups, civil rights groups. And also just it's a sweeping the nation now where we have gay people's rights just coming to the forefront. So it's amazing. So as I've always said, it's just a matter of time that everyone gets our rights, um, whatever minority you're part of, but we'll see. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie eating out. Um, there were several of them. I think there were three or four of them. Um, and I saw all of them and they're funny. They're just really campy gay movies and they're fun to watch. Um, a lot of skin and just, they're just fun, sort of sexy, funny B movies, I guess. And a lot of, some of them went straight to DVD and some of them were actually released, but it's a good movie. Um, they're good movies, a good series of movies. Anyway, one of the actors in, in a couple of the movies is named Chris Salvatore. And, uh, he's, um, now singing and, and has released a new song. And uh, so I wanted to play you that song. It's called, um, what is it called? It's called What You Do To Me. And so we're gonna play that and I'll come right back after this, be right back. You give me pretty little kisses on my face. Your arms and legs when we cuddle are in the right place. And you, you smile like you know what you do to me It doesn't hurt that you have the most perfect teeth And when you hold my hand, your miles will sweep me off of my feet Cause every time I'm around you, I can barely breathe Ooh, you see what you do to me I won't forget you when you leave me I know it's coming shortly But I just had to let you know
So that was Chris Salvatore singing his song, What You Do To Me. I think that's a beautiful song, and the video is really great, too. It's sweet. Um, really pretty song. I like his voice, actually. I think it could be a nice little pop hit. What do you think? Uh, I think also, if you haven't seen Eating Out, you definitely should see them. They are very funny shows. Um, also in gay news, there is a um, warning for people. If any of you are just planning to go to Russia to go to the games in Sochi, uh, don't. <laughs> Because you're saying there's there's a warning that, number one, there could be, um, even though there's no specific threat that they have an indication of on U.S. citizens, they should be you should be weary, especially if you're gay American because of the climate in Russia right now towards gay people. Um, so if you're going to go there, don't tell anybody you're gay, don't act gay if there isn't such a thing, and don't um, draw any attention to yourself or your sexuality. Don't hold hands. Don't be affectionate with someone of the same sex. Don't say anything about gay people, period. Just be as heterosexually boring and heteronormative as you can be. Then you might be safe. And better yet, just don't go there. Um, I sure as fucking hell would not be going to Russia of all fucking places in the world right now, um, considering that their fucking uh, prime minister of the country himself is against gay people. Um, not just against us, but absolutely abhors us and hates us and actively um, preaches against us as if we're some horrible plague on humanity. So... Um, definitely don't go there if you're thinking about it. And if you can try not to support anything Russian, try not to support anything that's Russian, the Russian government owns or pertains to the Russian government and don't go there if you don't have to. Um, if a few days ago I talked about, or last week, I think I talked about the bachelor, the bachelors, the guy, you know, the stupid show, the bachelor, his name is Juan something, I don't know, Juan something or other. And, uh, he had said how perverted gay people are and uh, how we're too intense for national TV and that sort of thing. Um, he blamed his English skills on the confusion, as he put it. Um, but, you know, I don't think that he's um, really apologetic or that he was really that. I mean, the word for perverted in Spanish is like pervertito or something like that. Pervertito or something like that. So, I mean, how can you really cross, <laughs> pollinate perverted into English? from Spanish. I mean, really they're the same fucking word essentially. Um, but I think, you know, also, um, you know, Lance Bass had talked about it and came out as what he said in his show, his dirty pop show, I think. And it said something about, uh, the fact that he did not blame him for who he is or whatever, because he said he'd been brainwashed into thinking the way he's been thought, uh, the way he's been taught. 
um, because he uh, was from Venezuela and that's sort of the way it is there. And Lance Bass had said, well, he grew up in Mississippi, so he knows how he was sort of brainwashed as well. And um, hopefully he said that this guy will learn from this and get educated and grow. Uh, And hopefully he will, but I seriously doubt it. Um, But I don't know. I'm not so, you know, forgiving about it because, I mean, the guy is incredibly – I mean, the guy's an adult. And people who do that, people who are often saying, oh, well, this is why I was raised or whatever, you know, that's really no excuse to me for being a bigoted idiot. You know, if you're, if you're ignorant, it's your own fault for not educating yourself in the first place about whatever the topic is or against whom you're, um, you may be, uh, bigoted because I mean, honestly, you're an adult, you have access to libraries and to the internet, to gay people around you. And if your entire circle of friends are all exactly like you look just like you act like you think like you, how is that any way to live and how can you really grow from that? That's what I say. And, you know, most most people don't, most people do, unfortunately, live lives sort of like that, sort of kind of, um, sort of kind of um, just very, what's the word? I don't know. Just sheltered, I guess, is the word. And unfortunately, it's the case in, in society today. People just would rather be around people that think like they do and act like they do and whatever. And it's sad because you can't grow from that. And that's why we have so much racism and bigotry, et cetera, and homophobia, whatever, because uh, people choose to be more comfortable, say comfortable. It's the same reason people move out of the state or, excuse me, move out to the suburbs far, far away from the city where the cities are generally more populated by minorities, racial minorities, I mean, uh, than the suburbs where generally generally they're more populated by um, Caucasians. And so because of that, people know that. And so they move as far away as possible from instead of, instead of integrating and trying to be part of the fabric of what society is, which is everyone and not just one kind of person, um, whether it's socioeconomically or whether it's uh, racially or sexual orientation or whatever, instead of escaping it, instead of doing that, people should be trying to, to learn from one another and integrating. And I think that's the problem with people today is that they do fail to live their lives, um, you know, in a way that's going to allow them to grow. People just stay in their bubble, in their comfort zone. And that's true of most people. Like I was saying, I mean, I know people who literally never leave their neighborhood. I've known people like that, I mean, that just never leave their neighborhood. Like if you live in Holland Park or you live in North Dallas and or you live in South Dallas or you live in Oak Cliff or you live in, I don't know, Garland or whatever the case may be, wherever you live, um, people who just stay in their bubble and really never leave there. And they're only surrounded by people who act like them, think like them, look like them, whatever. And it kind of reinforces and reiterates your own sort of prejudices. So um, my my advice is for people to get the fuck out of wherever they, they are, if everyone's just like you, and integrate into the city or into a place where people don't act the same as you do. Um, there was also, you know, tomorrow or tonight actually on HBO, there's going to be Looking. Um, I watched the show last week. I talked about it briefly on one of my shows last week as well. Um, it's the second episode that comes on, um, tonight at, uh, at, uh, 10 30, I think it's at 10 30 PM or at nine 30 or something like that on HBO. I think it's nine 30 central, 10 PM, 10 30 PM Eastern, I think. Anyway, so, um, 
in this upcoming episode, um, Patrick, who's Jonathan, played by Jonathan Groff, is going to go on a date with the hot hairdresser guy he met, the Giants fan guy, on the bus. And the two of them kind of play with each other, over, and they kind of get into things over the, in a bar over drinks. And um, we're going to find out if they actually going end up going home together or not. And his problem, apparently the character's problem, is he cares too much what people think about who he dates. And he doesn't date who he wants to date. He just dates necessarily who's going to look good on his arm and going to sound good in a piece of paper instead of looking at the actual merchandise. Um, actually, there's actually there's actually a line from from moonlighting from the episode called I'm curious, Maddie. Uh, this is how obsessed I was with that show as a kid. I know these things still, I know all the lines from that entire episode, by the way, because that's the one they find sleep together. But anyway, David Bruce Willis's character, David is talking to Maddie Hayes, which is Sybil Shepard's character on the show. And he says to her, you're the kind of woman who goes through life looking at the, um, price tag and not the merchandise. You want a guy who went to a great school, who's a great face. He said mug, but great school, great face, you know, fine. Um, and so I think that's what this guy's problem is. And I think my problem was like that as well. When I was younger, I think I was very, very much, um, you know, more concerned with the appearances of people that I was with instead of necess- not saying that's what they look like, just what they look like, but um, what they look like on paper instead of actually looking at the merchandise, the person inside. Um, but I grew out of that in my twenties, but there's a lot of gay guys who never grow out of that. I think there's a lot of gay men who are still to this day equally as, you know, what's the word equally as shallow, superficial and all that than as they were as in their teen years, um, that look just at people's, you know, how they look and what they dress like and how much money they have and what they do for a living, only the things that are most superficial, um, and not looking at who they are in their heart. And I, I hope that most of you aren't like that. And most of you actually take time to, you know, actually get to know someone for who they are and make judgments on that and not make judgments on what they appear to be. So well, that's all I have to say today on Game Ass, the short show. I just wanted to say a few things um, and chime in before I got busy again this week. I'll be busy again, so I don't know if I'll be around much. But um, I will be back probably the following week at the early, the latest, excuse me. Um, and in the interim, if you want to tweet me, you can tweet me on, on Twitter at Off Limits Show. You can find me on Facebook at Off Limits Radio. You can find me on OffLimitsShow.com, and you can find me on iTunes. So I'll be back next week, and I thank you for listening, and have a good night. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 